Okay guys, just a quick recap for some of the fights that I found most interesting. Uh, UFC fight night this weekend. Uh, first off was the, the top fight at the, well the first fight for the main card, uh, Gadel Claudia, uh, Gadelha, and Jan. This was an amazing fight. Uh, my number one takeaway from this fight um, was a real appreciation for how the women's divisions are professionalizing very quickly. Okay, and if you remember, guys, let's not forget, you know, and mixed martial arts is a brand is a brand new sport relative to NBA, NFL, MLB, all these things. This is a new and exciting and developing sport. That's part of what makes it so compelling. Um, newer still are the women's divisions. And let's take a moment to, to talk about the women's divisions, okay? And, and the structure of MMA as a sport, okay? What are the what are the recruitment funnels to MMA? Is judo, you know, professionalized judo mostly in Europe and, and, and uh, Eastern countries or, you know, Asia. Uh, NCAA Division One wrestling, of course, okay? Boxing, kickboxing, of course. Um, the traditional martial arts, not so much. But these are the recruitment funnels for, these are the, the traditional recruitment funnels for uh, mixed martial arts as a sport. Women, unfortunately, just don't have the same institutional support within the recruitment funnels for MMA. Okay, and so that's why we've seen, you know, at the beginning, at the beginnings of women's MMA, we've seen folks like, you know, Ronda Rousey, a phenomenal champion. Um, but let's be honest, kind of a one-dimensional skill set, almost looked like the early days of the UFC, right? Um, yeah, but she could get away with. She could, you know, one, it was, a, you know, she's a one-trick pony, but it was a hell of a trick. Two. Um, you know, she could kind of get away with being that one-dimensional fighter and being so dominant because the women's divisions just simply had not professionalized the institutional support. The recruitment funnels hadn't swelled up yet in the same way that it was that it was going for the men. So, what does that mean? You know, it's just taking the women's division some time um, to kind of get up to the same to the same level of fighting, right? Because they don't have the same level of resources as the men. That being said, holy heck, man! If you're following MMA recently and you're looking and you're looking at some of these female fighters, I think we're there. I think we're there. I mean, Joanna Sh uh, Shevchenko, uh, Amanda Nunes. These are complete martial artists in every sense of the world. I, mean, I think Joanna jo Joanna is maybe you know one of the best you know one of the best strikers, male or female. You know, as is as is Shevchenko, as is um, Nunes. I mean, you know. Just, just amazing, amazing, well-rounded fighters, and so that's what we saw kind of last, you know, over the weekend with Claudia, with Claudia and Jan, Claudia Gadelha and Jan. Um, these are two complete mixed martial artists, women that can fight in all areas of the cage. But you know, what happened for Claudia? What, what made it a long night for uh, for Gadelha was that her striking just simply isn't as developed as as it needs to be. Okay, and so you have a contest with Claudia Gadelha, who's mostly a grappler. Okay. Let's be honest, she's mostly a grappler. And Jan, who is able to, is mostly a boxer, mostly a striker, but is able to avoid getting taken down, and is able to avoid keeping her back on the cage, and is able to avoid the long grappling exchanges. So the story of this fight, I think, really happened in that first round. You know, Gadelha, she, like, walked through some punches, she clinched, she got Jan up against the cage, and then did her level best to take her down. I think she may have landed on one or two takedowns, but wasn't able to meaningfully secure the position and really keep her down. Okay, and she spent a lot of time up against the cage, like a lot of time up against the cage in this clinch right here. Okay, what does that mean? If you're not able to capitalize on that, your arms are now swelled with lactic acid and blood, and they are fatigued and they are tired. It's going to make your striking very labored. It's going to be very, very difficult to competently box and feel crisp in your punches after you've squeezed, you know, for 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. 
it's up against the cage. This is why you see this is why you see fights. You know, wrestlers. It's a common uh, refrain. Wrestlers fell in love with their hands, right? Rashad Rashad Evans is an example of this wrestler. I mean, he had dynamite in his hands. Let's be honest, but wrestlers fall in love with their hands and they don't grapple as much. You know, you you kind of observe it from a third point of view and say, "Gosh, I'd love to see him wrestle more and then box and then box and then wrestle." The answer why people don't do that is because it's hard, folks. It's just you try it yourself. Next time you're at the gym, go to the heavy bag and squeeze it with all your might for a minute or two and then start shadow boxing and see how great your hands feel after that okay and this is unfortunately what happened to claudia gadelha in that first round is she spent a lot of energy trying to capitalize on her brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt keeping yana up against the cage and taking her down to the ground what happened she made, i think was able to take her down to the ground one or two times but was able to but unable to really capitalize on it and now she's stuck in an upright contest for instance yana who can really box gadelha can't box that well and her arms are burned out. Okay, it's a wonder she didn't get. It's a wonder she didn't get knocked out. Now, um, I have this kind of theory of fighting that wrestling, wrestling in particular, is kind of binary in a fight. You're either the better wrestler or you're not the better wrestler. If you're the better wrestler, man, there's a good chance you're gonna win. Okay, there's a good good chance you're gonna win. What Jan, what Jan showed was really good footwork and really good distance management to keep the wrestler and the grappler off of her. What you do is you fight behind, you fight on your bicycle, you fight with good footwork, and you fight behind long tools. What's the longest tool up, up here? Okay, it's the jab. It's the, it's the most direct punch. It's on your lead hand. It's the least committed. And it's it's the punch that you're able to actually kind of punish your opponent with over time if you start if you start landing ones and twos and, and really using it to open up other opportunities, right? Not so much knees, not so much teep kicks, not so much roundhouse kicks, even though they might be longer, uh, even though they might be longer tools, because you don't want that leg to get picked up into a takedown, right? Uh, so you know, I, I know I kind of bagged on on Gadelhan. I you know as a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, she is senior to me in the in the art of, uh, of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and certainly senior to me as a martial artist so I you know she just had a bad night and it was a stylistically tough matchup because she wasn't able to secure the takedown she is an amazing mixed martial artist and she's going to come back even better okay um, but let me also say it's a two-person fight good on Yan good on Yan for what she did okay she was able she was able to, to stop the takedown she was able to fight on her bicycle kind of you know circling around the cage and she was able to pepper Gadelha with um uh, with the with those jabs and using the jabs to open up other boxing exchanges, okay? So, um, you know what happens is like that, that muscle that Gadelha was keeping on her frame ultimately doesn't help you if you're in a contest of throwing these fists, right? So, if you're a striker, sorry, if you're a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu-based fighter and you are unable to take your opponent to the ground, it's going to be a long night. That's exactly what happened to Claudia. Thanks for listening. Drop a comment below.